Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120Hz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Listen, right, we're looking for a lad who can do his stuff. I've heard you're a bit tasty. No messing around or you get a slap. Remember, I'm the monkey and you're the cheese grater, so no messing around. Everybody, welcome to Play Retro. This is the show called Play Retro. I'm Scott Johnson, and I, well, I like to run over hookers. Oh, oh, and I am your other host, Brian Dunaway, and I think the police want to have a word with me about this car I jacked. Oh, wasted. I don't actually like running over hookers, okay? No, but it does give you a bonus, right? You, that's, you can, uh, don't you get like some glitchy you get, bonus if you, you get if you points do that? in the beginning, or the early games, you got points and you got money. I don't think they do that now. Like, if I'm in five and I run over a lady of the evening, I don't think that gives me anything extra, as far as I know. Hey, that's a hint. That's a hint about what we're going to talk about, by the way. I don't know if anyone heard that hint, but yeah, we're going to totally talk about a thing, and that's uh, coming up here shortly. Uh, Before we do that, Brian, a couple of quick things. I was digging through, like you do, you know, when you're interested in retro stuff, I'm digging through some old games, and I got to the SNES category, you know, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. you familiar? Yeah. Yeah. Now you're saying you're digging through, you're digging through your virtual collection or you got hardware? Uh, A little bit of both. I was doing just kind of like a general comb through of things and I came upon a game. I don't know where this ROM came from. Don't know how I got it. I never even heard of the game. (laughs) And that's what I'm telling the authorities when they... That's right. (laughs) That's yeah. Let them know I got this game. It's called Fireman, F-I-R-E, men, one word. Okay. Okay. Just firemen. Okay. Fireman. Right. Yeah. Like very simple, fires. very basic. Yep. And I thought, well, that sounds dumb. I'm going to fire it up and see what it is. And I was expecting it to be some weird one off. No I mean, one remembered. And they don't. No one on remembers fire. it. It's still weird. No one's on, no men on fire. Uh, the men are okay. fine. These are men that put what puts out fires. That's what they do. Oh, that makes sense. I fired it up and it put, you put out fires and stuff in the near future of 2010. Oh, 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 so yeah. that's the, uh, yeah, that's the 
the old future. Yeah. The future and they, past. And they said 2010 is a dark time and not much has changed in 20 years. And, you know, because it was about 20 years before that or something. Um, right. It's a weirdly good. I'm going to go ahead and tell people that this weird SNES game, if you if you have it or have access to it, called Fireman is all right. You you go and you put out fires. It kind of it kind of pokes my like chore core button a little bit, right? Uh, where I, there's a job to be done and I got to go do it. And there's a story and everything. And you're going into like like a Nakatomi Plaza kind of building to save all these people that were there for a office party. And the place is on fire. And so it kind of towering inferno as a good one. Chat says a lot like that. And you go through this place and you're just putting out these fires. You have a main hose. And then you have a spritzer hose. So the main hose like shoots way out and gets the big moving flames and kind of plays like a shooter almost like a, I don't know what to compare it to. Like, uh, I I really don't know what to compare that to. It just feels like I'm kind of aiming with a shooter, but it's water. Right. And then the other one is this, uh, the other one I hit the B button for this mister thing. And the mist is for the small, uh, little flames are like on carpets and stuff. So I have to mist those out, use the big one for the flames. And then I got somebody with me. And if we find like a, a victim, somebody who's gotten hurt or passed out in the fire, uh, this other guy will throw him over his back and take him out and then come back and find me later and then continue working our way through the building. Um, I was charmed by this game. I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it. It's, I don't even ever heard of it, never seen it before. I didn't even know it was a thing. And bam, right. there it is. So I'm, I guess I guess I'm, I'm going to save our yeah. listeners' eyes. By the way, if you are looking for this, make sure to type in Fireman SNES before you just type in Fireman in Google. Oh yeah, I saw a couple of I saw a couple of main hoses when I just typed in Fireman. Oh. It was no good. Oh, you mean like man hoses? I see what you did. No, mostly oh. just a bunch of uh, firemen with their shirts off. Apparently, this is a fetish. Perfect. Oh, okay. Well, I'm in. Sign me up for your weird fetish. Uh, here's the so chat. Oh, I can't put it up like that. Hold on a second. Um, here's a picture of it, of the cover chat room can see it. It's just called the, I guess the fireman and, uh, it was licensed by Nintendo made by a company called human entertainment. They might still be around. I don't know. Uh, I love the anime of the, of the call center lady. She is absolutely cross-eyed. What is going on with that? And why is she right under a lightsaber? I agree. What is I what agree. is this art? It's weird. I think that lightsaber is supposed to be, if you reverse, hose, if you look at it reversed, tip. yeah, it's like a hose tip, but it's right. it's not done very well. I mean, the art's terrible, but the gameplay surprised me, and it looked good and sounded good and didn't feel that old, and I don't know, kind of kind of walked away going, ah, this is all right, whatever this is, yeah. real, real weird, but but I kind of like it. So That's anyway, human entertainment is that who that is? It human like entertainment. Is. I don't know what else yeah, they yeah, make. We've talked to those guys, before. have we? Yeah. What do they do? Yeah. What do they make? Uh, that's um oh crap. We talked about it on this very show. Did we? Uh, and it was it was one it was a it was a spin-off. Japanese developer publisher. They made yeah. the following games. Oh, they make stuff for all sorts of things. Uh looks like they haven't made anything since the s- no, they made a Dreamcast game. Yeah, Dreamcast might be the last thing they did. And uh, let me tell you what it was. I am having all kinds of Google failing. Looking for a human developer. Mm-hmm. I'm failing. I'm out. Well, they're all over the place. Pole position, uh, F1 gonna- pole position, clock tower. Uh, they published, didn't didn't make it, but published it, the version that's on the SNES. Uh, they made this uh, fire thing I mentioned, super final match tennis. They're kind of all over the map uh, in terms of stuff they made, but I like it. I'm just putting it out there. If you want to see a weird thing, that thing is weird and works somehow. Sometimes there's gems in there. 
You're just unaware of them. You, you got to pull them out. Yeah. Some nice pixel graphics. You're in these like futuristic looking fireman clothes. And you're out there putting out the fires of your hose. Well, it is 2010. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it is 2010. You're right. The yeah. future was here the whole time. Uh, okay. Anyway, that's pretty great. The other thing I wanted to mention was uh, Itch.io, or Itch.io, as a lot of people like to call it, is doing okay. a big sale for the Ukraine. And I picked this up this morning. So here's what they're doing. It's like a thousand plus games. Wow. 36 or no, 60 something or $6,100, like 6,000 something hundred dollars. What am I trying to say? Six thousand something dollars. I have no idea. Six thousand one hundred dollars. <laughs> I keep saying Six, it wrong. Where's where, tell me where the commas at? Give it's me some just, numbers, then do a comma. It's this time. Of, this is time of day, man. The couch is like calling to me this time of day. This right. This goes. Is is the right? I hate it. But uh, it's, it's, anyway. they ha- they have money. They, they have, have money, money, right? Yeah, they have money. So they're, they're helping out with the Ukraine thing. Yeah. So if you go yep. buy this thing, it's ten bucks. Uh, for all of those games. So you get a thousand games right. and some of them you may already have, but just tons of indies. Obviously it's itch.io and that's all they make or that's, that's their whole thing. Their whole focus is indie. That's their jam. Yeah. 6,500 bucks. I think is what I said this morning. Cold cash. You're right. Um, right. And all of the proceeds go to the Ukraine yeah. and 10 bucks is all they're asking. They, you can bump it. I bumped mine, but I, you know, you can do as low as 10 and you're getting, you know, almost $7,000 worth of games. And you're helping a really good cause. So go check it out, itch.io, and their sales right up top there. You'll see the right. uh, Ukraine. And for sale. those in the future, uh, Russia has invaded uh, the Ukraine. So it's 2022. Oh, uh, right. So if okay. you're hearing this show in and the year 2080, well, we're all dead then. Yeah. So who cares? It's yeah, fine. it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It is fine. Oh, there was a uh, Fireman 2 point. for the PS1, only Japan, though. Interesting. Oh. Okay, Tondrago. So that's, a, that's an interesting twist. I may need to look at that, too. Anyway, and thank you, Tondragosa, for putting the chat or the uh, link directly to the sale in the chat. For folks at home, again, itch.io will get you there. So go check it out. Hey, Brian, uh, what's going on? I saw a GameCube controller in your hand today. Is that true? What what happened there? What's going on? Okay, so I've been looking for some real... I've got Okay, so I've got my GameCube set back up on my CRT, and I've been looking... Uh, at getting some genuine GameCube controller, because the only one I have uh, is a GameStop one, and it is pure trash, Scott. It is pure trash. So I was looking around. Wait, uh, GameStop branded? GameStop or what? Yeah, GameStop branded. Yeah. Uh, no. Do I have it within reach? I don't have it within reach, oh, but I'll, I'll have to show it to you one day. It's 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 a piece of trash. Um, so I ordered this. This is the uh, what what do you call it? It's the it's the Super Smash Bros. Uh, black, but I they didn't have any of the U.S. versions. They're all sold out. What I did was able to get was the imported, and this was just on Amazon.com. Forty dollars, which is uh, by far the not a bad price if you look at. I mean, the control of this thing. I did some videos, uh, lookups, research before I before I bought it. Those were and only twenty five when they were new. The the official ones back in yeah, the day. That's that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, and if you try to get the ones uh, that are you know the U.S. versions, mm-hmm. they're like uh, renewed, used for like sixty and eighty dollars or more. But this is brand new in the box. It's the import version. Uh, it's the same thing. They're just more abundant. And uh, if you watch a video on this, it is when they break it down. This guy breaks down both the original controller and this thing, and it is. Freaking one to one. I mean, they they was as authentic as they could be with this thing, including when you push the trigger buttons. I don't remember if you, uh, the old GameCube trigger buttons. When you push them, mm. once you get to a certain point, they click. So yeah. that was. It's got yeah, that so weird these, uh, these analog. That well. uh, uh, yeah, they 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 let you, right. they gave you a, what do you what do you call that? I guess it's just analog. That's what that is. Right. 
Yeah. Right. Once you break it down to the top. So yeah, um, I forty dollars. So I ordered a second one because I mean the build quality is freaking amazing, and you are showing my uh, my NASCAR uh, from dirt uh, dirt to Daytona. Okay, let me GameCube. let me ask you this question: Why is there yes. a Cheerios car in your game? What's going uh, on? Because that was the default car that I picked when okay. I was playing this game. I just kept hitting the A button until I was racing. Okay, all right. <laughs> Well, that is. Am I playing the career? I'm not looking at none of this stuff. I'm just clicking on it. Did you like NASCAR Heat? You probably played it. I did play. No, I never played any of the NASCAR games. The closest I ever got to was Daytona, all the Sega machine Daytona stuff. I love Daytona. Big fan. Right. Yeah. I think these are the same guys that did NASCAR Heat, and it is an excellent NASCAR game so far from what I've seen. I've really enjoyed it. And like I said, I did order a second uh, GameCube controller. Uh, they're supposed to be here Friday, specifically because I have a friend of mine. We used to play uh, these NASCAR games all the time, and I, I can't wait for him to come over and let's to uh, to relive a little bit of our past. Why not? Just a little bit. Why not? I yeah, say. Why not? I say. Why not? Uh, that's great. So, um, but it feels like the real McCoy is the po- is the point with this controller. Right? It feels absolutely like the real thing, and you're not going to find a new one of these. No, that no one else has had their grubby hands on. Does this have? Uh, I noticed it has the Smash Brothers uh, emblem thing logo, which it I don't. It's probably not licensed by Nintendo, is my guess. I, I don't know actually right. though. Maybe it is. I mean, it's the official Nintendo box. I mean, you would think. You would think. Maybe. I mean, that's why people buy these. They want to play competitive, whatever Smash Brothers. What was it called? That Smash Bros. Melee. Uh, uh, they want to play Super, Melee. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee. Right. Melee. Was it Melee? No, yeah. I think it's a Super Smash Bros. No, that's the no, N64. That, that's the description. You might be right, though. It might be more than that. Yeah, that the was. N64 game is just, bro. that's it. Super Smash Brothers. Bros. But, You're probably uh, right. Yeah. Ultimate. I think it's, it's no, Ultimate's the, the new one on Switch. That's the Switch one. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, I know all about that damn game, even though I suck at it, and Kirby is OP. Okay. Right. My my kids know a ton about it. I don't know much. I also want to mention, as long as you're mentioned, uh, the Ukraine, don't forget that Romero, John Romero, on Friday, uh, released a doom two level uh and he's already raised over twenty nine thousand dollars for ukraine support and uh, i've got the i've got that doom two level i did and too. i'm gonna I play it, it somewhere yeah. in the near future i haven't Maybe bought it, it. I, was happy, I was happy to support it but yeah it'd be a good patreon video or something right i wonder I'm if pretty it's excited good. about it i hope it's good because you know it's not like the guy sits around making doom videos all day I yeah don't know if he's yeah. like rusty or forgot how to do it or some of his levels were the best, but I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure he's still good. doesn't matter. The point of it is you're doing a good cause thing and you got the money, do it. Uh, help out the Ukrainians. I, I did it for the level, Scott. I really just all about me. Yeah. You didn't hear anything like what? I'm sorry. There's a conflict. There's a war. What? It's okay. Right. I'm just too busy over here playing the sweet new doom wad <laughs> that I kept waiting all these years for. Right. Anyway, finally, um, that's cool. So let me know how that goes with your GameCube. And it seems like that should work for all your GameCube needs, not just your Smash Brother. Needs. Absolutely. I, could, I yeah. plugged it into the Wii to make sure that, that was functional there, worked there as well. So we're all good and set up and ready to play. And I also ordered I ordered two um, very suspicious GameCube controllers off a website. And they were like brand new recreations yeah. for like $10 a piece. Order two of them. Oh, you don't have that though. I actually think I actually think there were eight dollars a piece. I think the whole thing shipped was twenty dollars. So well, got, um, we're gonna you. see what kind of trash is coming through the mail. I got some trash of my own here. Hold on a second. Right. This is, yeah. We're we're gonna see. So I spent nine bucks on these. Uh came as a pair, so two of them for nine bucks. Right. And I was told this was the best not and this is on Amazon. These are the best knockoff SNES controllers you can get. Whoops. There we go. Whoops, how come I can't pull that up? There it is. 
So these, uh, they're called iNext, which has two ends, and that's real dumb. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but these uh, these USB controllers that are meant to mimic your your SNES controllers feel great. Right. Super super responsive. D pads awesome. It's not floaty or weird like some of the crappy ones. Like hmm. for eight eight nine bucks for two. Right. No brainer. No brainer. I I figured I could play up to four players uh, if I plug into my. Um, yeah, I can play up to four players. I figured. Whoever I don't like can play the two crappy ones. Yeah, who do you not like? Who do you who do you not want? Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah. I don't know. That's where I we'll have to wait until you know the the cards have been shuffled and I see who's in the room. <laughs> uh, you dodged that one nicely. All right, let's talk about our game of the week. So in some ways, this is a game of the week. Some ways, it's two games of the week. And really, at the end of the day, it's kind of a genre of the week because uh, this mm-hmm. thing this thing cracked open quite the uh, the bundle of upcoming changes to this industry. And it didn't even know it, I don't think, when it started. Um, it had no clue. It was it was uh, it was blind to the fact about what it was about to do. Yep, I believe that that is true. And the games we're talking about are the original top down. Uh, originally on PlayStation 1. We'll talk about ports and other things, but the original top-down uh, versions of GTA 1 and 2. Yes, that's right. Grand right. Theft and, and before you send the emails in, it came out on the DOS first. But go ahead. I didn't know that. Is that true? Yeah. I didn't know that. First. No, I had no yeah. idea. That's cool. Nothing wrong with DOS. Unless I'm wrong, which I don't think so. Well, you could be, but if I had my guesses, you're probably right. Uh, you're often right, and so why wouldn't I believe you today? Um, yeah, so I just don't remember that being the case, but anyway, these old games, they, uh, they had, they had a little bit of zoomage. They were polygonal. They, well, the character was a little weird sprite polygon thing. It's hard to explain what he is, but the cars themselves were, you know, simple sprites on top of some simple polygons. The buildings had some uh, perspective, but it's as if the camera was right above your car the whole time and you drove around town and did shit. And usually it was right. like, hey, the boss wants you to go knock off Billy, see? And you'd go you'd go do that stuff. Now, if that sounds a lot like GTA, well, you'd be right. It's the beginnings of that. Um, but more importantly, and we'll, you know, we'll get into the quality of these games and if they hold up today or not, because I got some bad news for people about hold up. Um, but you could make the argument, and I would I would comfortably make the argument that these games were the tip of a very interesting spear that would end up changing games forever when it comes to open world and open world mechanics. Um, right. Even though these games much smaller in scope than even three, which would come out, you know, two versions later in the, in the mid aughts. Um, but really that's when things really lit on fire was too. But, but for its time, it was kind of unheard of that a game like this or a game like any kind of game would let you steal any car you saw, drive anywhere you right. wanted to go uh, get a mission, but then get sidetracked and do some other stuff because you got sidetracked and then get back on the main mission and then, you know, finding a gun in a crate. Like these basic, simple mechanics that we think of now were unheard of then. This didn't exist right. in most games. So, and, and the, yeah. And the, I, th- I think one of the reasons why it works so well here is because we had seen things where we'd kind of done some of this in, you know, in sci-fi, you know, in, in some other games, space games, we had some of these elements of what was going on, but the fact that these developers were working in, even though it's fantasy, it was 
is something that we all can relate to because we could all imagine ourselves being, you know, what if we went rogue and what if we were, you know, criminals? And so they kept asking those questions as, as they were developing the game. It's like, well, what would you do if you hijacked a car? Yeah. And then what would be the next thing? And it, it and it's, it's something that we all have probably at least given some little thought to. And yeah. so, I mean, it's a yeah. fun fantasy to live out. Same reason people like crime movies or whatever. They like to yeah. explore those worlds or whatever. And they, you know, there's a what lot if of, I broke down the social construct and didn't, you know, and I didn't abide by any rules. What, what would it be like then? Sure. And the entire, their whole fantasy in the beginning and even up till five, which is the, you know, the version that is currently on its what fifth re a fifth reissuing or whatever. Right. Five's at five's insane. Like five is this game that, continues to be one of the biggest money-making video games of all time. And it's and it came out in 2013. Like, what are we even doing? Right. It's so insane to me how big GTA is even all this time later. And will we ever see a six? I don't know. There's talk they're working on it. But we're not going to go that modern. Um, I think a lot of what those games are and became, and then many other games like it, because everybody and their dog wanted to make one of these after the success of uh, certainly three... <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, I'm sorry. I like the idea of a dog wanting to develop the game. That's yeah. He wants to steal. Imagine what the, what, you know, what he would do. You want to steal a car? Grand, guess a dog Grand wants Theft to steal Doggy. one. Yeah. Grand Theft, uh, yeah. Doggo. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Grand Theft Doggo. And he would be like, he'd chase the dog and then he would chase the car and he would catch it. And exactly. that would be the whole game. Yeah, precisely. So it's yeah. one of those, it's a, it's an odd, uh, thing because on the one hand, we're going to talk about how this is like a revered entry into new territory in gaming. And at the same time, this stuff is ugly, plays like shit, and I don't want to play one and two ever again. That's Everybody, how bad it I is. I know, right? It, yeah. it is so important, but also at the same time, it is not the best experience because we've we've come along so far. Uh, some of the things that were really cool and neat back when they were doing it was this, this zooming camera effect where uh, as you slow down, um, you you see a larger field because the, the camera um, you know it it zooms out as you slow down and when you zoom when you go faster it zooms in which kind of creates this effect like real speed uh, like other driving. way around I, I know what you're trying to say oh, but it's it, the, the am I it backwards yeah okay, so if you drive it, anyway, it zooms out uh, you slow down it zooms in anyway go ahead right you slow down it zooms in so that it's it's is that right yeah because if you if right. it's if right. the yeah, faster you went it's see. yeah right. if it pulled right. out when you went fast or sorry if it pulled in if you went fast you just wipe out and right. die all the time you yeah. wipe out right exactly yeah. okay so you're right I said it backwards um, <laughs> I'm just making sure I don't want to clear that no no you was, you was right you was right call me out before we get the emails yeah uh, so yeah it and it's very oh my god it's it's kind of sickening how it how it works yeah but it was it was kind of a smart mechanic it was. It made sense at the time. It was technically like, no, impressive, right? Like in, uh, from a technical standpoint, it was like, whoa, look at all this geometry. And, you know, yeah. 3D stuff was still new and polygonal, you know, video games were still in their infancy. And I don't know, this kind of worked for that. I remember being really impressed by it when I first saw it. I remember playing it and going, oh, I could do this all day. And then I played it this week and went, right. oh, we've gotten so much better at this now. It was, it was really for me when I first played it, it was all about I, – I, even here in the U.S., I knew about the controversy that was Grand Theft Auto. And when I played it, I was like, yeah, that is pretty cool that you can run over people because all my race games before then, which were, by the way, at this time starting to transition to 3D and not top down. Yeah. You know, you couldn't run over anybody. You would just you – would, you would try again and again, and it was just like, you know, it's not going to happen right. because the game was designed that way. This game was like, yeah, well, what if you did? Yeah. And you get points for it. Yeah, what if you kill people, got points, got money, 
got guns and it's just because you wiped a dude out. And what if you could always get away from the cops? There was always a way to do it. They could get you right. sometimes. But even then, if you're in the hospital, you'd still get out and go back and do it again. And like there's there's a real there's a real power fantasy going on in this game. It's always been controversial from the its original incarnation like this all the way up through current. Obviously, people still look at GTA and you know, the, the, the more precious among us are always like, GTA is training our children to be criminals, <laughs> um, which is horseshit and dumb. But uh, Especially not top down. There's no way I could translate no. anything I'm learning here to uh, real life. No, I don't. I mean, that's my point with most game. Uh, most game criticism is that nothing you're really doing is training you to do anything. I mean, it's training no, you to be a better not. gamer. Maybe, maybe you're better. Right. Playing maybe maybe some games. better reflexes. Maybe. Yeah. Right. That's, that's about it. Um, GTA two follow up, not long after, right? What was the year on that? Uh, had that written down. It took a few years to develop that one in between. There was some DLC that came out for the first one. to Oh, right. The first one had these two breakouts that were different years set in London. Right. And London, baby. 69 London yep. and then 61. And they called it London, which is weird because right. these games are famous for being in fake cities they made up names for. Yeah. Yeah. So and Liberty City is like a ripoff of New York and, you know, Miami right. or Vice City is Miami and that sort of thing. And uh, yet it was really weird yeah. is is that it was done in Canada of yeah. all places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, developed in Canada by Canadian developers. We'll get uh, about right. we'll get to their origins here in a second. What I like about 2 is look at all this really bad live action video. Oh, it's so yes. good. So bad. That's the that's how this game starts by the way. If you've never if you've never launched GTA 2, it starts off with this film that's uh, mostly taken from this 8-minute promo film uh that they made and it is atrocious. When I say film, really it's more like a music video because it's this music after song after song that yeah, you know what fits right in during yeah. this time. Period. It's worth watching though if you've got a minute. It's like you... sabotage. Oh yeah, it's just like sabotage, except worse. Sabotage is pro. Yeah. This is bad. <laughs> uh, you need to go. If I were any of you out there, I'd go on YouTube right now, search for GTA movie or GTA two movie, yeah. and just watch. They've got an unedited running whole thing of it. It's gonna make your life infinitely better worse. and then worse at the same time. <laughs> It's so Eight bad. Minutes. You can do it. I believe in you so that we can share in the pain that I had to experience. Yeah. And those London games aren't aren't great. Um, the the the, the they, games, the most of the top-down stuff doesn't hold up at all, except one exception. We'll get to that in a little bit, though, because yeah. I still think one of them is very playable today, and I would play it right now if I could. But there's a lot of ones that aren't so great. Yeah. If you want to hear a little audio from these first two games, let's hear a little bit of this. Oh, my God. You got some audio from GTA 1 and 2? Because, yep. uh, oh, wait, is, is this got the, have you keyed in the uh, cursing uh, cheat code or are you just going to No, it's just the, it's just gameplay. Right. And this is me playing, right. trying to trying to get my head around it again. It's okay. Here it is. Yeah. This is just for the first part, a little funky. We had CD GTA audio. CTA, GTA 1 had some, you know, good audio because it was a PlayStation game and a PC game. <laughs> For some reason, that guy says that at the beginning of the game. He goes, Grand Theft Auto, and then he never says it again. And now you just drive around, and you're running into people, you get the cops all worked up, hit a lady, whatever. That's what you do. All right, so you get the idea, right? Now, here's two. Yeah, yeah. Here's two. Two has got some funky start here. This is... I skipped the opener. I just went straight to... Sweet dance music. 
Now, I'm pretty sure two introduced radio stations, I think. I, I think one had radio stations as well. I Did think it? they've all had radio stations. I could be incorrect about that, but I... I never heard it on one. One never said anything. Now, maybe because I was playing an emulated version of the game, it may not, it, ah, some of the CD tracks right. may not be there. That's possible. Yeah. And it's also if you're playing the DOS or the Windows version or the PS1 version, mm-hmm. it's all according. But it seems like I do remember there being radio stations in the first one. Okay. I think. Now, do you have a way to protect your ears? Because I, yeah, I can remove my headphones. Don't do that because I want you to hear it, but just be ready. Okay. <laughs> the do Game it. Boy Color version of the game. Oh, my God. Yes, I played this. This makes you want to set fire to something and then eat it. Okay? So here it is. It's really bad. Even by Game Boy Color, it's standards. This is well, really bad. They, they, and, you know, they sacrificed that audio for the other things, which was presenting the full map. Uh, uh, in the Game Boy Color, so good on them. Yeah, I mean, they had uh, some, it, something had to go. Something had to go. It was a much bigger game. It was than a, like yes, Game you're Boy right. It was sparser, obviously, the, on the bells and whistles because that's what the hardware is capable of. But they somehow managed to get the whole game in there, and that's right. impressive in its own weird way. I kind of like that version. I find it clean and easy to play. That's um, exactly. Yeah. That's what I would say too. I, I, if you go, which one's more playable? I actually think that the Game Boy Color one's more playable. I can't say that it's a better experience, but the the playability seems to be there because it's so clean. How much? How far did you get into the that version? I'm just curious how long uh, you played. I ran a few missions. Not I didn't go much deeper than that. That's about all I did too. But I did find myself yeah. after all of this sort of experimenting. This is the one I wanted to go back to, and part of it I think is because even though the PC and PlayStation versions frame rates not terrible. It's not great either. Like you're not getting like a 60 frame per second or plus, you know, sort of frame rate on these old games. So it feels just choppy. I feel like driving is a bit of a slideshow. It didn't right. It didn't feel so bad on the Game Boy because the Game Boy was just putting out whatever the Game Boy puts out. Like it just was fine. It's a little yeah. handheld game. I actually played it in handheld mode. I think that helped with the experience. I had a, had a shader on there that looked like an old Game, uh, game Boy screen. So Let I was it. living the, you know, living the accurate life or at least trying to. It's not until I got to the Game Boy Advance version where I was actually the most excited because I thought, all right, it's called GTA Advance. Right. Uh, I thought this will be the game. This will be the one I'm going to enjoy the most because the Game Boy Advance was a huge jump up from Game Boy. And graphically, we're going to be better. We're going to get smoother frame rates, better sound, better music, all this stuff. And I was right on most of it, except for that frame rate. It's yeah. It's a chop fest, and it's and I'm talking like the original cartridge. Not talking just emulation problems or something. That original game was I don't know, not optimized, or they went too crazy with the surroundings, or, or the, the piece of hardware just wasn't able to do it, or what the frick happened there. But that game looks like it might be the best one, and instead, it's just impossible for me to move four feet in it without being annoyed. Yeah, it's it's it looks like it's like running at like twelve frames per second or something. It's not very smooth. Yeah, like you said. Yeah, and and, uh, but I, yeah. I think it's because they tried to emulate all that dithering effect that that you would see on the PlayStation. You wouldn't really see the dithering effect on the PC version because you could actually uh, use a you could do you go into three FX mode. You, you ever use that? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So you get like this. Um, well, the same thing it did to Quake. You'd end up getting like a right kind of a cool, smooth, smeary, smooth looking texture. Yeah. Right, Those so it, it looked it looked good, but yeah, I think that's what happened with the Game Boy Advance, and just in my opinion, that it just it tried to do all that dithering, and it's like, mm, 
Yeah, but you see here with this video of the, of the uh, this is Game Boy Color, it's yeah. a nice smooth experience. If you look at the GTA GBA game, which I'll now put up, it's whatever the opposite of smooth is. Look at this. <laughs> like it's just it's it's just chunky and yeah. Bleh. And it, yeah. I this don't is know. and this is basically it's got the uh, it's got uh, you know the the two weapons the GTA two weapons which are like the flamethrower and that kind of stuff and this mm-hmm. yeah that's that's definitely going to create some. Some lagginess. Yeah, it felt like that. I don't know if it was down. this laggy. Was it always this laggy? Was oh this yeah, a video? I tried. I looked okay. for. I looked for. I looked at this right here. By the way, is video from the console. Somebody's got it hooked up with right. like wires and junk. I looked up oh video of it That's being turboed in uh, emulation mode. It looked just as bad. It's it's right. not emulation. This is how the game looked. And again, like visually and kind of like pixel art wise, I kind of I like the look of it. But the minute it starts yeah. moving, it's like twelve frames per second or something. Yeah, yeah, consistently right. so, but you know it never goes any faster than that, and it bummed me out because this is the one I wanted to play through again. I was like, "Yep, that's what right. I'm going to do. I'm going to play this." The one I actually am going to probably play, as we're just ripping through these here, um, is GTA Chinatown. Chinatown now, on the PSP on the PSP to begin with. Anyway, it showed up on DS and what was one other place this was. Crap, maybe maybe mobile got it at one point. I can't remember. Um, I, I think you're right. I think it did go to to mobile as well. Uh, what, yeah, on iOS, I believe. I'm not I think that's sure. right. Okay, don't quote me on it. Yeah, I'm not going to quote you, but I really liked Chinatown. Turns out everybody else did too. Chinatown Wars is the highest rated GTA portable game ever made. Mm-hmm. and is, Top down. Yep, top down. Mm-hmm. Well, more like it is top down, yeah. but it's kind of a little bit behind you a little bit. You right. Know, to get a little right. perspective or whatever on the world. And that changed things a little bit. Um, and this is after GTA 3 and Vice City. So... You know, they already knew where they were going to go in the future of the franchise, but they were trying to say, well, what are we making a, for a, you know, a handheld console and, and, and still make it, a, you know, GTA-like? And I think they just ended up with this weird hybrid thing. But the story's really good. Exploring uh, Liberty City's Chinatown as a, as a place in, in, the, in the place we were already familiar with is really fun and cool. And it's smooth, silky smooth, nice textures. Very cool. Had the radio stations. I mean, it's basically everything they learned with modern ones, but they applied it to the old top-down formula. And I think it worked really well. It was a good game. This is is probably like 10 years after GTA 2. So we've come forward a, a little bit. We've already had GTA 3, so... But yeah, this looks. I'm, I love the PSP. Yeah, I think we're gonna look back fondly on the PSP. I already do, but I think even going forward. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I wish Sony yeah. w- liked it as much as we all did. Um, yeah, I wish they liked yeah. their Vita as much as we all did. I love my Vita. Yep, yep. I'm thinking, I love my Bell Vita. I would love it if, like, to, you know, this was the year that Sony announced their follow-up handheld. I just it bums me out that Sony's out yeah. of that market. They just don't seem to. I mean, I know they never made the kind of money they wanted to, but they seem to do. It seemed to be fine. Yeah, it's you know? fine. We all, I mean, there was plenty of, I I mean, most of the hardcore gamers I knew had one and even casual. I don't know. I just, I've seen so many of them. I just don't know what they weren't doing. I think maybe one of the biggest things was selling enough titles for it because I didn't have a lot of PSP games when I had it. That's probably one of the, but the ones I did have, I loved. I played the crap out of. Yeah, me too. Didn't I sell you a PSP? What happened there? I, I think you might. Did I sell you a PSP or did we sell one to Brian? Ibbett? I don't know. There was some exchanging done that we had. We I don't either, remember. Yeah. I don't either. There was some PSP swapping. Yeah. Somebody somewhere, somewhere bought a PSP in our circles, and I don't remember who it was yes. or why they bought it or what the deal was. But if you still have this for any of your old consoles or have a way to play it, 
It might. Oh, this is a this is a thing that's weird to say. I think this might be my favorite GTA game. Period. I, out of all, I can't. I just it's not a bad call. That's not a bad call. I think it's a great game. Yeah, it's just really fun. And you know, what would be cool is you know some of the the, the better ripoffs or games that kind of went into their own, like Saints Row. Uh, right. You know, they start out as kind of GTA clones, and you know, by the time they got to three, they were their own thing. But uh, I'd love them to do one like in this kind of format or just an indie to do something like this again. I love these kinds of games. Send me on missions. It's little dudes running around. Let's have these cutscenes where I'm talking to, you know, mobsters in the, in the city. And I don't know what it is, but I just love it. Big fan. It's such a flow game too. Is I, you jump in the car, you, you quickly, they got everything mapped out. Well, you can quickly change the radio stations and you can, I'm just, I just remember just feeling Zen a lot of times when I played this one, it just felt, yeah. Like it was just good. It's good. Now, did you good play? Story. Did you play GTA Liberty City Stories on the PSP? I never played Stories. Did you play Stories? I did, and it's poopy. Okay, that's probably the reason why I never played it is because it is poopy. I think it might be the worst GTA ever ever oh, may have been. Wow, I know that's, that seems a little harsh, and I'll explain why. But it's uh, GTA GTA Two is is notoriously known for being kind of the place that almost destroyed everything right but yeah. you're saying maybe liberty city stories is even worse yeah Ugh. my problem with liberty city stories is that they tried to cram the ps2 true third person big immersive world thing they tried to cram it into a too small a package i just don't think it worked right. and it play as a result it plays sloppy it feels not as good as the quote-unquote big boy versions of the game i just think it's incredibly problematic it's super glitchy and twitchy and uh i don't know i gotta do it for me so i i think every grand theft auto the the one of the defining parts of it is is the glitch it seems like they never fully resolve all glitches and i think intentionally in some ways but it i think it comes from the very dna of the 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 very first uh ps1 i'm sorry yeah the the original grand theft auto because uh yeah it is when it when it glitched, they just leaned into it. Like the cops were not nearly as aggressive oh. uh, in earlier versions of this. And when they when there was a glitch, uh, they started ramming the uh, ramming you, mm-hmm. and so they they kept it in. They they tweaked it some, and uh, so I I think it's a long storied history with with GTA and its glitchiness. Yeah, but this sounds like it went too far. These days they call it open world glitch or open world jank, yeah. and uh, every open world game has some form of jank. But I feel like the the OG is is uh, probably three because three was the one though where they went all right, full three D, and they changed yeah. the world. I mean that uh, you can it's say you like ask. or don't like GTA three. I don't I don't know if people do or don't. I prefer I personally on the console side, I preferred Vice City to that. Right. Um, but you cannot deny the seismic impact those games had, not just on the business, but on them and that company. They became worth billions almost overnight uh, mm-hmm. due to the success of that thing. The game continues to outsell everything ever that it's ever put up against. And five is weird because every year it's had a new version. Basically, <laughs> they had a version in, uh, for PS3 and 360 back in 2013. Right. They had new Are versions. Are people sick of a shit? They had new, nope. new, new versions for the new consoles at the time that following year. A year after that, PC got it. So 2015, the PC got one. And then where are we now? Uh, oh, yeah, this week. We did this as a perfect time. This week, yeah. I think it is. 
I think it is this week. Series X and the Series S as well as PS5 are all getting their versions of, you know, their, their upgraded versions of this that you can now go buy. Right. Um, if that's you that, that's probably the reason why it's been on my radar. Yeah. 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 I've been I'm kind of tempted to get it. I don't know. Why would I be? I have the PC version. It's going to be better than that. It'd be the same. It can't right? be better than that, right? Yeah. But you know. But still, still, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Do I really want to, I mean, I'm not going to play that story I, for the fourth I don't time. have time to play any of that. I'm still playing Grand Theft Auto 1. I've got to complete all those missions. Yeah. And I will say so this. I can, so I can a, get to Miami. On a tiny screen, uh, this looked better than it deserved. Um, everything looks better on a small screen, right? Is it like detail and stuff? Right. So this looked pretty good on a small screen. Uh, Liberty City Stories, that is. But the story was poo. Don't bother with it. Don't try to find it. It's not great. In my opinion, you guys do what you do, do what you want to do. But in my humblest of opinions, it's not that great. Uh, that the, great. G- the GBA game did a kind of slap at the beginning. Listen to this. Oh, wait. This isn't the one. Here it is. It's pretty good, right? It's nice. And- what was that on? This is the GBA the game. game. Yeah. Sound and music weren't their problem. They had voices. You had those cops all the time going, we got a runner on uh, something second and third. We need to get two cops. That stuff. I love that. It's really good. Now, Liberty City Stories just sounded like this. Oh, no, this isn't that. This is, um, I apologize. This is Chinatown. Then it drops. Right? It's pretty good. That's it. Yeah, that's the game to play. That's it. Yep. Are you going to play any more of these after all this? Do you think you'll give any time to them? I apparently have in my mind to play them because before uh, I played this week, I had already downloaded them on Steam, like the the whole thing. I, I, I bought some kind of Grand Theft Auto pack, and it had... Uh, one, two, and three. But had some other ones in there as well, and uh, I obviously downloaded them, and I planned on playing them at some point, apparently, mm. because I I like my hard drive space, but I'd installed those, so I guess I need to get back to it. Yeah, finally, you know what? That's funny you bring that up. I noticed this today. I finally got into a place with hard drives on the PC where I don't care anymore how much stuff's on there because it's big apparently, enough. I don't either. I have a four terabyte. <laughs> I have a four terabyte C drive and a four terabyte D drive. Right. And I'm never gonna fill those up with games. I mean, oh maybe God, one Scott, does they never gonna fill them up? Yeah, but I'm just like, right now I've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Steam games installed. Some of them in the right. 70 to 80 gigabyte range. I'm barely scratching right. the surface. Yeah. So at least right now, until games are, you know, 300 gigabytes each, and they will, they'll get there. Oh, they'll get there. Until then, I kind of overdid it on the PC side. Like on the on my consoles, I'm like, shit, I'm at 83%. Damn it, what yeah, do I have to delete? I, I hate that. I'm always had to make decisions on my consoles. That's one of the reasons why I get mad at my console. I'm like, ah, come on, make, make me decisions. I don't want to do it. You ever, uh, what's, now, the, I could, what's the maddest you ever got at a console? Do you have a, I have a moment if you don't have one, I can think of it. Uh, probably uh, Christmas Eve when we got uh, the uh, Xbox 360 and we, uh, we, we tested it just in case. And we played Zuma, and uh, and and then uh, five minutes into it, it red ringed. Oh my lord! On Christmas, yeah, on Christmas Eve, Ooh. the night before, I was making sure everything was work. We had to be oh, bad. That's bad. that would piss me off so bad, dude. Yeah, that's bad. That was a rough time. Those early models, whew, rough rough time. 
I'm surprised they actually uh, rose out of that and did fine after that. Yeah, did, did really well actually. But that those early days and that red ring stuff, that was no good. Okay, that's a pretty good one. I like that. Uh, for me, it was playing. Uh, oh, I know what it was. We were playing. So PlayStation One had a great version of Micro Machines on it. I forgot the full name. Oh. Micro Machines something. And um, it's you know competitive racing. We had four of us. I had a multi tap. All that. And uh, my friend Steve was just destroying everybody. And at one point, he edged me out in such a close way that, and we'd been playing for so long that I freaking hurled that controller at the wall. And it nice. put a big old hole right there in the wall. Little PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Those PS4. controllers are tougher than the wall usually. Well, I've told yeah. you, man, at the beginning of the show, you yeah. got to give Steve the crappy controller. Give Steve the, the poo. That's what yeah. I say. Uh, Let's look at some origin stuff. Lemmings. Uh, the people who built this made Lemmings, if you can believe yes, it. Yes, they did. Yeah. That was their it big was still first DMA deal. then. Wasn't Rockstar. No. DMA Design, right? Yeah. DMA Design. Yep, yeah. yep. And uh, later were renamed Rockstar North. Uh, Jones, developer Dave Jones, Davy Jones and his locker. Um, <laughs> he was best known as the creator of Lemmings. He left DMA Design in 99 and went on to make GTA-esque ABP, or APB. And then yes. the more successful Crackdown for Xbox. So I think he's still on the Crackdown team. But APB, I think he's too, yeah. APB tried real yeah. hard. Oh, man. That yeah, was... Dave Dave Jones was uh, there at the beginning, and uh, he stayed through until uh, after GTA 1. A uh, lot of uh, uh, swapping of ownership on uh, on the DMA. Yep. And so, yeah, it, it, he, he got out as soon as he could. He didn't want to hang around forever to make more GTA games. And then what does he do? He goes out and makes APB. Yeah, which was not good or ever good. Even the re-release in 2011 called APB Reloaded was also very bad and not a good game. Uh, Crackdown had its moments. Oh, Crackdown's great. Crackdown 1 and 2, freaking awesome games. I even think 3 is really good, except it doesn't do anything new. So 3 feels like kind of a waste of time. Like, why did you do this if you're not going to make anything cool and new out of it? But I'm planning on playing it again as soon as Microsoft adds 60 frames per second to it. Right now, it's locked at 30 for no reason. Oh, gross. It's a PS... Or no, uh, sorry. It's, it's a, a good-looking game. Xbox One game, I guess. Was that a launch game? No. Came later. No. But anyway, point is, uh, this guy had a he had a hankering for uh, stealing cars and blowing shit up, and he tried it again with APB Reloaded, and it didn't work, which is unfortunate. Uh, right. Good luck to him. I don't know where he is now. We could find out, I guess. Uh, let's see. The original uh, de- design document of this thing is pretty great. Uh, this was mm-hmm. uh, posted by lead designer Mike Daly. Uh, uploaded Race and Chase's original design document to his Flickr photo stream. Uh, this is what it said at one point. The aim of Race and Chase is to produce a fun, addictive, and fast multiplayer car racing and crashing game that uses novel graphic method graphics methods. Rather, The original concept reads... Uh, the game story was simply stated as the game will be set in a present day world. So Thank they God. originally were just going to have like freaking rock and roll racing in a modern city. That's it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Would that have been enough for you? Probably not. That I probably needed more. Yeah. I feel like, uh, would we have the GTAs we have now? Would we have open world games now without them, uh, you know, pivoting and making a more deep experience? Probably not. A more role. Yeah. Because I think that's what happened in this game. They, you know, they, reading that, uh, the design document is really interesting to see where they started, but there's a bunch of documentaries out there, by the way, like freaking so much content to learn about grand theft auto, the whole series. Oh, it's huge. Um, but yeah, 
but the 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 way they the way they worked as a team and progressed. Well, here's some of the names we're going to say, but that wasn't the only people involved with GTA. This was a collaborative effort where everybody just kind of threw in stuff that said, you know, yeah, but let's do this as well. Let's try this, and you know, it, and this, and they just kept trying to put it in there until they came up with something fun because yeah. the the basics of it pretty boring, and it's not even. And at the time, it was not graphically impressive at all. I mean, we had plenty of top down race games. And this didn't look good as the stuff that was coming out. Yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. Um, it, uh, I remember the time people were put off by its use of American culture. And uh, there's oh. a really great interview here. Uh, in 2015, interview posted on the Guardian website, game designer Paul Farley said this. And I think this holds true to even you know the current game now. We wanted to poke fun at U.S. culture and could do pretty much whatever we wanted since from day one, the plan was for it to be 18 rated, meaning, you know, older, mm. this is not for kids. Sometimes we went too far. In one mission idea, which was later cut, you could go around burning churches. Uh, you'd probably be arrested for putting that in a game now, uh, even though it was uh, at the time very tongue in cheek. We come in on a Monday and say, what movies did you watch this weekend? What music are you listening to? And that would really inform the game. Uh, we had yeah, guys who were really into cars, others into heavy weaponry. We'd bring in our favorite childhood shows like Knight Rider and the A-Team and take inspiration from the movies like Speed, which were referenced quite a bit in the game. Nice. Love that. That I do love that. I, I don't know if you would get arrested for putting church burning in a game, but you would certainly be arrested if you did it in real life. Oh, but hell most yeah. Most of these things you get arrested for in real life. Yeah, yeah. There's nine, 90% of what you do in these games you get in trouble for, but I think they had to stay... As close as they could in the lanes, no, no pun intended for Grand yep. Theft Auto. Some pun, in, some pun, some pun intended. But stay in the lane of, um, this. You know, what if you took Goodfellas, or what if you took, um, I don't know, some other existing film series, mobs, movies, Sopranos, whatever. Uh, Sopranos would come a little later, but the point is like that kind of stuff, and then stay within those lines, pretty much. Right. So the language it, of those games, I remember the first game, like or not first game, the third game, three had like no cussing in it. Like three had yeah. no swearing. It didn't have much. You weren't voiced either, your main character. But everyone else that talked, Joey Pants, all these other actors, none of them cussed. And then Vice City, same deal. Pretty low on the cuss meter. Maybe a few here and there. San Andreas comes out. Yeah. All bets are off, dude. That thing was like the sweariest mother effing sweary, swear, swear you've ever heard in your life. And I don't know what changed. Something changed in the game culture where we went, no, we're okay with this now. We're fine with this in games. Right. Yeah. I, it's a good question because uh, early on, they, you know, they were looking at doing some language and they kept getting pushed back, especially from like BMI, who was the publisher uh, on the first one. And this, did they get into the second? No. I, I, anyway, with their relationship with BMI. And uh, at one point in time, they were kind of dialing some of this stuff back. I, I don't know. I think it lots of times ends up being because of the publisher, not necessarily because of culture, because I think we all, you know, as, as individuals, mm -hmm. we curse every day. Sure we do. We do it. Yeah. I say we shit all the time. It's my favorite. Yeah, I do. Yeah. It's <laughs> Brian likes to drop an F-bomb here and there, but I, I like it. Yeah, I like, I like to do it. Shit. Franks. Franks. Yeah, Franks. Franks. Um, here's the my favorite part of the series. True in the early days. True today. Part of what sells the game is that it is controversial. And anytime some uppity mm. old person gets up in some government capacity and goes, we need to take a look at this game and what it's doing to our children. You know what happens immediately? All the children go, what is it? And they want to go play it. All right. Yeah. That happened a lot with this game. There's some pretty good marketing stuff here. Uh, I love this. On May 20th, 
1997. This isn't that long ago. Feels like it is. Yeah. In yeah, some ways, but whatever. Decades. I guess it's been decades. Lord Campbell of Croy, the former Scottish uh, secretary <laughs> and member of the cross-party consumer affairs group, spoke to the House of Lords about a scandalous new computer game called Grand Theft Auto. The game, he explained, had hit and runs, joyriding, <clears throat> and police no. chases. I know, right? Uh, yeah. Quote, there would, be, or there would be nothing to stop children from buying it, he warned. Money. Yep. Then he went on to say, criminal computer game that glorifies hit and run thugs. Imagine yourself... Uh, being an up-and-coming low-life car thief, stealing exotic cars, and then add murder one, cop killing, carjacking, drugging, drugging, drug running, drugging, uh, bank raids, and even illegal alien assassination. Oh, yeah, God, that sounds great to pearls. me. Sign me up. Clutch your pearls, and I'm sure the kids yeah. won't. I'm sure the kids will go. Oh, we can't have any of that, and not play it. No problem. This all started with uh, PR guru Max Clifford, who's since uh, then became kind of a controversial figure for other reasons other than his sensational headlines. Mm-hmm. Who's uh, I, I, If you ever read anything about Max Clifford? No. Tell me more about he's him. He's a lunatic. Yeah. Now, he's not just a lunatic now. It's no surprise that he's done all kinds of weird stuff. But he also did um, – oh, he, he had all kinds of great – he would whisper in the ears of these, you know, these lords mm-hmm. and uh, – and and just would get them all riled up. Oh, riled yeah. up, I say. Yeah, I'd love to do that. He says, we'll but encourage can... the right people that it be right. uh, that it would be good for them to speak out on how outrageous this is and criticize it. I will yeah. feed these and... stories into the ear of a lord somewhere, and there's this game developed that there's game developed in Scotland, which is utterly despicable. And then at the end of three months, you'll be in prime time. And I was like, Yeah, right, but everything he said came true, unquote. Ah, it all came true, my friend. Yeah, now, if you want to learn more about that kind of stuff, what was behind that GTA marketing and just the controversies, uh, there's a book called Jacked, The Outlaw Story of Grand Theft Auto. It's on Amazon. I kind of read the the little blurb, their little free sample. I like what I read so far. I, I, I'm, I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to pick it up because we're going to revisit Grand Theft Auto one day. Mm. And when we do, I'm going to be even more versed. Oh, look at in you digging, digging in so deep you'll never get out. No uh, doubt. Here's the other thing that I like about the game. Well, we're not going to get into the hot coffee thing, but I think it's absolutely hilarious that that hot coffee thing that happened with San Andreas, which for those who don't know, featured the main character in lots of weird sexual positions with people. It's a long story. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't part of the game. You had to unlock it. It was just code that was in the yeah. game. And the game got recoded as adults only in some markets. And it was a huge controversy at the time. Yeah, um, it seems weird that it would get recoded just because there's a hidden secret. I mean, it's really weird. But then now weird. you watch this stuff, uh, or you watch you play certain modern video games, puts that stuff to shame. Like The Witcher oh, has yes. way more the sex scenes in The Witcher, way right. more adult and way more out there, way more boobies, way more everything, and also in a way more high fidelity state because it's a brand you know it's a newer video game. That other right. stuff is just like crap. It's like four polygons and it's supposed to be sex. But anyway, um, it, to me, to me that, that that just sort of illustrates where we were in the 90s all the way up through mid-aughts. And we just could not figure out we're games right. for kids. We're, and if they're not for kids, well, yeah. who are they for? And then if they're for everybody, have, has everything I believed before was a lie? I thought these were toys. Like all the old men didn't know what to do with themselves. 
Yeah. So. Well, let's let you know. We we kind of took a into the U.S. especially, and if you're looking at culture from the U.S. that inspired a lot of this stuff in this game, uh, we were going through a conservative moment uh, during the '80s. Even though you'd look at it and go, "How loud and bright," but we were being very conservative, trying to get back to some uh, roots of what we'd had before. And uh, so, yeah, '90s uh, irreverent and uh, you know trying to rebel a little bit and mm-hmm. work at your real bell better than in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Uh, it was real dumb though. The other thing that was dumb about it, I'm, I'm not encouraging anyone to, I mean, do what you want to do. You can go look at it if you want to, but if you go find the hot coffee stuff from back then, the main, who's the be main, bored. who was the, yes, you'll be bored. The, the main, <laughs> the, the dude doesn't even, he's still in his full clothes and stuff. Like he's just running around yeah. like nothing changed. It's just bad. Warm coffee. It's PS2 ugly graphics. This is a bad time. No one wants to see PS2 porn. Who was the who was all angry about it? But then uh, oh oh, uh, um, oh oh uh, Tipper was Gore it Jack Thompson no Tipper Gore well yeah he was all up in it oh, yeah. too but but Tipper Gore uh, the vi- at the time the wife of the vice president uh, she was responsible for your you know uh, may Children. contain explicit lyrics ta- la- labels on hip hop music and that kind of stuff she didn't realize what she was doing if her goal was to make less kids listen to rap make less kids play games like this all of that. She took the wrong tact because all those things yeah. did. They became badges of pride. Right. You, your rap album sold more simply by having that thing on it. In fact, if you release one today and you don't have the explicit thing on there, you're not taken seriously. Yeah, it completely backfired in Tipper Gore's face, in my opinion. It's it it backfires every generation that tries to come in and go. Okay, listen up, kids. You understand things. Uh, this is how it should be. And wherever you do that, you always get backlash. You always so, do. Every time the kids are going to go do it anyway. If you say, hey, I hear there's satanic uh, uh, backmasking in this you know, Beatles album. Guess what's going right. to happen? Everybody's going to buy Beatles the albums Beatle, and play them Beatles backwards. Beatles sells through the roof. Yeah. People, people are dumb. I can't believe how long it takes us to figure this shit out. We learned it a long time ago with my own kids. If there's something right. I want my kids to do, the opposite, opposite is the thing you should probably do that you think you're going to do. Like if one of right. the kids goes, penis. And they're five. You don't go. You will never say penis in this house. You don't do that. If you do, they'll no, you go. Wait, Ooh, you're wait devil's to, penis. You wait till they're fourteen, and then you start using the word, and then they'll never use it again. Yeah, but the better thing is when they're five and they're saying that. You sit them down and you say, uh, "Do you do you know what that word is?" No. And I go, "Well, you have. You know, you've got one. You've got a penis." <laughs> oh, that's what I go pee from. Like you can have this awkward, but important conversation with your kids right. that isn't about demonizing a dumb word. Don't demonize words. You're doing nope. it wrong. You're doing uh, it wrong. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Church burn. Uh, <laughs> church burn. Uh, let's move on to this. The German version. Uh, when playing the game in the German language settings, it's not possible to choose the female protagonist. Why is that? Is that true? That's a good question. I, so yeah, that was why I put that in there because I was curious. I would like to hear from our listeners if they know anything. I didn't dig too too deep into this one, but apparently, is that dubious or not? You just play in the German language settings. I don't even know who ported it over or localized that. So I mean, it it seems like it would be like, oh, I can't believe that mm-hmm. the Germans. <laughs> no. wouldn't let you play as a female protagonist. That's pretty weird. I don't, Shocking. I don't know what that was about. Feels like a bug, maybe. Either. But maybe if, not. I, it was. It was almost. I'm almost a hundred percent sure it was a bug. But I'm sure there is all kinds of lies out there, and I'd like to hear your best lie. Uh, boop show. Uh, uh, no. 
<laughs> play right. retro yeah. show yeah. at gmail.com. Play retro show yeah. at gmail.com. Hey, my favorite thing, my favorite trivia is there was in GTA 2, there was a Jesus saves option. So here's how it worked. To save the game, player needed to finish the Jesus saves church. Uh, it can only Fine. be found out by listening uh, yeah. out, or sorry, by listening out for the organ playing or by hijacking a t- uh, TV van. The antenna on top is always pointing towards it. So it's like a way of getting really? there. Once at the church, player needs to pay 50 grand to save. And it's best not to save until turning off the game. However, uh, or not save until right. turning off the game. However, competing or completing two of these three missions will easily reward the player with enough money. Uh, the Game Boy Color version lacks a proper save feature, instead utilizing a password system, like a lot of those mm. did back then. And that's fine. The passwords. Were I fine. like to. I I like to. I prefer to find Jesus saved so I can save it because yeah, it was I, a I like neon sign. I think the uh, the neon sign flashes or something, and it says "us saves" or something like that. Or mm. what is that? I forget exactly, but it's like there's a there's a visual clue to it. But I've never I've never found it. Yeah, I've seen I'm, videos. I have I have not found it either, and I'm not going to try because I don't think these games hold up. <laughs> I wish they did. I just don't think they're very good. You know? Yeah. They're they're a thing of their time. Some games hold up and stay around. I've always argued that early PlayStation One, early polygonal PC, even that's a rough period. Then much of it doesn't hold up. But what came from it is massive, and um, right hard to deny. You know the impact of something like a GTA Five or even Four. Uh, but certainly three, three was a massive deal, and uh, here we are today, waiting for six. And then you know, waiting brought, for six. Had it not been for this stuff, I would have never had Red Dead Revolver, Red Dead Redemption, or Red Dead Redemption Two. We never would have had any of it. Never, none of it. Two of those are my favorite games of all time. So pretty sad. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, do you? I mean, uh, okay. Just looking back, do you think there's a game series from that era? And I think I already have an answer to this because there is one. But is there another game series you can think of from that era that was more influential on games we play today? Because right now, almost every AAA game you buy is some variation of an open world game, including brand new games this month. Uh, uh, Forbidden West and um, uh, Elden Ring. These are open world games that that are built upon a long running uh bunch of games like it that they just sort of keep iterating and making better and having new ideas to apply to them and 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 that sort of thing open world is a is a part of gaming in a way that i think people have forgotten just how integrated it is right now and maybe that was always the goal maybe we always wanted to get to a place where it's a big open space and i had to drive far far to do shit i don't know but can you think of anything as impactful as that hmm because I got one example and it's all I can think of. But I, I so are you? Are you saying impactful in this particular genre or just overcross over over the whole thing? I'd say just, just in general. spreading spreading. Well, I'll put it this way: those AAA games I mentioned, you know, God of right. War, you know, all the big ones these days, they all have open world elements, if not completely open world based, you know, based games. Right. That feels like a major impact to me. So do you right. have anything we can say, oh, yeah, that kind of impact? I'll tell you my second one just so I can get I, out of the way. I've, I've, I've been so hung up on Grand Theft Auto, I can't think of anything else right now. I've I've literally emptied my entire gaming brain this week just to shove in the Grand Theft Auto. What you got? I got Doom and Quake. That's the other ones. Okay, Doom and Quake. Those are good. Early I thought about that, software. but I wasn't if, sure if it applied that way. I also thought about 
Half-Life for a second because, I mean, oh, my God, every game for freaking forever was built on that. Yeah, but without Half-Life, you have no – or sorry, idea. without without Doom and Doom 2's engine in particular, you have no right. Half-Life. So, you know. Right. So yeah. it's – yeah. I, I, I just feel like it's – stages. It just feels like, you know, as much as this stuff's about iteration, and it is. Right. And even if you don't like the tone of these games or GTA always rubbed you wrong or even if the new, you know, the new ones don't do it for you, whatever – I just think it's undeniable the impact. Just hard right. to hard to quantify it. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, do you have a do you have a game that's similar to Grand Theft Auto that's like your favorite? Like, do you go like, oh yeah, man, that one that's you know like Grand like Grand Theft Auto, but it's kind of like Grand Theft. So I got I got to make a choice. Like uh, I'm gonna go. Mm, um, I'd probably say something. No, Grand Theft Auto is my go-to place. I really... Mm. Sleeping Dogs is the correct answer. You are incorrect. Sleeping, sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs. I didn't even think about Sleeping Dogs. I did not think about Sleeping I Dogs. I almost 100% of that game. I beat the whole... I beat the story. Oh, how about Just Cause or something like that? Just Cause is all right, although Just Cause... Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, Just Cause. I think that's I, fair. Sure. I like Just Cause because I've gotten every one of them so cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played them. If I hadn't, I've always got them with some kind of deal. And then I load them up and I'm like, oh, yeah, I like these games. I bought three at launch. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. I probably should. I think have, I bought uh, it at close and I think it was like 50 cents. Oh, you know what's crazy is this character right here in three that we're or in uh, Vice City we're watching. Hold on a second. I got to play this. Green. You know who that is? And my dead brother's white lady. Unfortunately, you just silenced our lead. You know who that is? Now, who is that? That's no, that's Philip that. Michael Thomas from uh, Miami Vice. Oh, is it Vice. really? Yeah. From so from the source material because that's what this all stuff is based on, right? Because yeah. our love for Miami Vice. Yeah, it all came yeah. out of that, and he he was in it. So it was um oh, there were so many voices in that game. I can't think of them all was right he, now. What, was he was he fighting a, a a crocodile or alligator? What was it? What was he always? Uh, who had to didn't didn't. <laughs> Did someone fight a crocodile in Vice City? I don't remember that. No, no. Didn't Crockett always have like an alligator or a crocodile? What is, which one oh, was Crockett. So Tubbs was, was Michael Thomas Philip Powell or whatever his name is. Right, right, right. And uh, uh, the other dude, um, Don Johnson's character, Crockett, had a boat. He lived on a boat. And right, in the, the boat, boat was a – he did have a pet gator in the boat. Yes. That's right. Dude, I loved Miami Vice. Freaking <laughs> – Unapologetically I, loved that show. I so loved much. the TV series Call Miami Vice that was really just a weekly reason to watch a music video. Yeah, because kinda. it just had the best music. Kind of, yeah. You know, you'd see Phil and Collins show up and he'd do in the air tonight or something. Yeah, yeah. I love that stuff, dude. Oh man, I even like the movie. The well, whatever. Michael Mann can do no wrong. I love all his movies, but I really like that movie. Uh, good. Even though a lot of people don't, I think that Miami Vice movie is just fine. Just fine. fine. It's fine. Yeah. We film sacked it. It was good. It was fine. We yeah. had a good time with it. Um, all right. I think that's probably it. There's a bunch of these. Oh, you want to play it today? Is what you got to do. You can emulate it DOSBox, Beetle PSX, uh, Game Boy Advance with MB- MGBA or whatever. If you can find that, the old cartridges, cord. of course, that'll work too. Um, there's the Dreamcast has a version of two, right? That's a they thing. do, they do, yeah. Okay, the Dreamcast. And that's, usually, and that's the only uh, Grand Theft Auto that ever made it to the Dreamcast, I believe, if I remember correctly. Steam still got it. Uh, you can buy GTA One, Two, and Three on Steam. Well, I think you can't. Oh, you can't no. now, but you may have you already can, done so, though, right? Like if you already yeah, had if it. you've already if you've already got it, which is what I had, you yeah. can you can uh, download it, still install it, but no, you can no longer purchase it on Steam. What happened? Oh, that's because they pulled out and did their own launcher. That's why. That's right. Yep. That's dumb. They'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> they thought that was a good idea. It's not a good idea. 
it's everyone who who just announced they're not oh uh, Bethesda is not going to have their launcher anymore. It's all going back nice. on Steam. Grand Theft Auto Max Pack. Uh, you can find out about that in the GTAforums.com. And occasionally Rockstar throws this stuff up. I don't know what's mm-hmm. up on their launcher right now. These Some of these might be free. I don't know. Right. Um, one, in, one and two, uh, they've, over the years, like in 2012, then again in 2018, uh, they'll throw up the free download for the one and two Windows versions. Usually it's like a promotion to go along with whatever their latest release is. Yeah. So there's there's that. Um, I probably played the most of the newer games and then China Wars. So I'm yeah. still going to say, if you're going to try to find any of these and play any of this stuff, <laughs> go China Wars. I think I think is a is is a completist. If you're like me, Chinatown I'm going, Wars. Sorry, sorry. Right, I'm I'm going back and playing games more thoroughly than my limited experience. A lot of my video gaming early on was going over to friends' houses and getting, you know, just the minimum amount of playtime mm-hmm. on other people's devices. And so now that I'm capable of getting all these things, it's really just me trying to not relive my childhood, but explore what I didn't get to experience fully. And so if you've never really experienced one and two because you're in a similar boat, I I, I recommend it because, uh, oh, my God, it, it I learned so much from this. Yeah, I learned what not to do. How's that? Yeah, I learned what I don't like. Yep. I I really hope whatever six is, and there's hints. I guess there's been some leaks that suggest this. They're going to maybe return to the Vice City vibe. I right. would be so into that. Um, they're talking about it in the chat. I totally agree. There's a vibe about that game, a tone about that game that made that the most fun in the more modern, mid to modern era. Right. And uh, I would love to return to that in a new game. But just running around and hearing the radio going. Ah! I ran so far away. It's like all the stuff I grew up with, I could just listen to that all day. So cool. yeah. And Spotify and Apple Music have a bunch of great sound. Uh, um, what do you call them? Uh, playlists that are just full of like Miami Vice playlists. So good. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so there you go. Hey, you know what time it is? It's time to guess my game. Destroy it. No. <laughs> Brian, I'm gonna guess a game that you provided. You're gonna guess what I provided. It turns out, without knowing this about each other at all. The two games that we were doing today were both released in 18, 18, 1989. <laughs> 1989. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be a saloon type piano music. Yep. Um, and something yeah, you do with yeah. a penny and a, and a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> you can hear a crank. Yep. Uh, no, these are games that were released in 1989 and I have no idea what yours is. You don't know what mine is. Here's my hint before I play my audio. Um, this is a port to a console from an arcade hit. No, a port to a console from an arcade hit released in 1989. Yeah. Okay. So the the, arcade, or the the console is clearly going to be a, an NES, maybe a Master System. I don't want to give anything right. away. But that's that's pretty much in, in the in where we're at. Yeah. Yes. I'll just tell you that it's the NES. Okay? Yeah. I'll just tell you. All right. Here you go. See if you can figure it out. sound happened a lot more than i'd like to admit it actually represents a bad fall yeah it's not good so every time that happens you you don't want that to have happen oh except that that's good i got to the next level this is me playing by the way i was playing this oh i wiped out again 
All right, any ideas? Oh, you're giving it away. Wiped out. Okay, so you must be either surfing or skating, right? I don't know. You tell me. It's not 720. I'm not that telling you. That would be an you. arcade port, though. You'll have to tell me. There being... Hmm. It does like you're splashing out, though. Yeah. Surfing USA for the NES. Let's find out if you are correct. The answer is... Incorrect. The true answer is the NES version of 720 Degrees. No way. Get out of here. You're, that sounds like trash. It, I would never play the 720 if it was on the freaking NES. It wasn't that very was good. Trash. It wasn't very good. No question. I owned it, though, because I loved the uh, arcade game. It looks cute, though. And it, looks cute. it looks fine. Yeah, it's got a decent frame yeah. rate for an NES title, but uh, I played it a bit today and it's all right. It's okay. It plays all right. It's not yeah, the it's, it's right. not the worst thing you'll ever put your hands on. It's not the best. Oh, I'm looking at Marble. Uh, is it Marble Madness right now? What's going on? What, what is he? Or, oh, you don't yeah. remember these? These are levels that they're basically mini levels scattered throughout the world yeah. that you get cash for. Uh, cash I, prize. I really like where's that the, game. Yeah. Where's the bees at? The bee. Oh, the bee. That's I don't know if I ever saw any bees. I got attacked by a skull once. <laughs> you know how they change this? They change these games. Yeah. They make them different. So. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a port. I mean, they just they just artistically recreate the situation, right? Is yep. that lady in a ba- bikini? Yeah, and she's misshapen. Eight bit bikini. She looks sixteen ter- bit. She looks awful. Her arms are all elongated, nuffed up. She's mad. She's <laughs> she's bad. I don't like her at all. Anyway, so there's, there's your map. game. Uh, let's play yours and see if I can get it. Here we go. Nineteen eighty nine. Anything else you want to hint at, or is that enough? Uh, no brainer. Also, you're gonna. This is on the NES. This is 1989. What'd you expect? Okay, let's see if I can figure it out. I feel like I should know this. Why do I know this? by Capcom. Capcom. Oh, oh. Um. The answer is not Choplifter. It's not Choplifter, yeah. I think I heard a sound that threw me. But that's going to have a Choplifter sound too, though. Is this that, um... Those little bust a move guys? Uh, no. Uh, what are they called? Whom? What am I thinking of? I don't know. What is that? The bust a move guys. They're the little dragons that pop bubbles. Oh. Uh, I don't know their names. Hmm. Uh, they but they named it bust a move in the states, but it was called something some some other name outside of the states. Right. Shit. Hmm. I, don't know. I think I give up. I'll, I'll try one. Um. If Good. it's not that, so it's not that. It's not that. Okay. Um, it's not random bubble game. Is it an arcade port or no? Uh, just no. Straight to the console. I don't know. I, it's I, DuckTales. Oh, DuckTales. I did play this the other day because you were talking about it. Damn it. Yeah, this was, uh, that was all right. I play. I enjoyed that, my time in that. Yeah. Cap Capcom was doing the Disney thing during 1989, and uh, they played a little bit of DuckTales on us. It's hard, that game. 
It's not easy, that's for sure. Yeah, I found it hard, um, harder than I expected it to be. In fact, a lot it's of those old Disney, those Disney Capcom games, uh, Mickey's yeah. Magical Castle, whatever the hell it was called. That's right. another one that is I have really fond memories of. It's it's respected as a, a good platformer, but it's freaking hard. Graham Cracker knows. Got it in the chat room. Good job. What was I trying Joe to think Rude of before? Oh, it. Bubble Bobble. Gosh dang bubble, it. Bubble Bobble. Oh, why couldn't I think of that? I played a bunch of that too recently. I like those guys, the little Bubble Bobble guys. They're pretty great. <laughs> Bub and Bob or whatever. <laughs> why would you call that Bust a Move in America? That's the dumbest name. Oh, we need to talk about that one day. It's on our list of upcoming topics of why did you name it this? Yeah. Like, why are they, why are international naming conventions so weird for games? I don't get it. Right. Or they used to be. They're not really like that now. Um, Because of young MC, says Kentucky Fried Computer. That's why. Bust a move. Yeah. All right. Uh, So there you go. There's that. Now what? Oh, hey. Time for an email from a listener. Look at this. Uh, oh, no, I pushed the wrong thing. Shit. <laughs> I feel like I've never done this before. We're 10 episodes in. Welcome to the treasure room. Wow, why is that playing again? Stop playing. I don't All know. Right. I like it. Yeah, I like a, the remix. That wasn't good. Uh, These are emails. Playretroshow at gmail.com. This came to us from Tom Norris in Norfolk. <laughs> uh, you almost did it. Norfolk. <laughs> uh, Virginia. He's from Virginia, everybody. Playing, you've been playing Grand Theft Auto. I sure have. Uh, give me your car, lady. Uh, hey, Scott and Brian, he says, still loving the show. Is the Bomberman, or in the Bomberman episode, Scott mentioned that Super Game Boy uh, existed and says something about it being the European version of the Game Boy Color. It was actually a peripheral device that allowed you to play your Game Boy games on your TV through your Super NES. I do okay. not remember this at all. I remember there yeah. was a thing like that for the GBA. I don't know what that was even called for the GameCube. Something. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I looked at one of those today, actually. You can plug it in. So you can plug in your GameCube game. So Super Game Boy yeah. is an NES cart that you then plug in your Game Boy carts into. Did Neat. It do, did it do color, though? I would assume so. Super Game Boy is... Game Boy cartridges. It says Game Boy cartridges, so I don't know. Well, maybe it converted it to color or something. Well, anyway... Maybe it says, color did it. I don't know. He says it was an oversized... Because I mean, the color... Go ahead. that? No, go ahead. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, there, was a, there, was a, there was a Super Game Boy 2, apparently, too. So maybe that had the color. Maybe it did. He says, it looked like an oversized cartridge with a slot on the top. You insert your GB cartridge into that and then insert the whole deal into your SNES cartridge slot. To me, it was fantastic because I could play my Game Boy games without developing a massive headache. Also, at some point, uh, can you talk about the or talk about Adventure on the 2600? Uh, Namco's Mappy and Zombies Ate My Neighbors oh. for the SNES. Just some of my favorites. Thanks and keep playing retro. I uh, just played yeah. Zombie My Neighbors last night, and I almost because I was I I was testing something, mm-hmm. and I brought it up, and I almost didn't get to Grand Theft Auto last night because I was enamored with this dumb game. Zombie Zombies Ate, ate My, my neighbors. neighbors. Ate my yeah. Oh, and it's not even great, but something about it just made me want to keep playing. Well, here, Lucas Arts chat. You guys can see. I'll I'll play a little bit of this. Oh, it's Konami. Yeah. Okay. Well, you said Lucas Arts. Was it Lucas Arts? Oh, it's uh, but Lucas Arts. Yeah, they're doing it together. You're right. I didn't know they ever worked together. That's weird. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's see what this is real quick. Um, I could probably get some audio. Hold on, sorry. Sorry, everybody at home. You'll hear it in a second. There we go. Okay, so this this is a long drawn out thing. Zombies ate my neighbors. It's a long intro. 
<laughs> okay, so left player, right player, so you can do multiplayer. I'll be the dude. Boy, this is the most 90s ass shit I've ever seen. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> How radical is that? <laughs> Did okay. I play this? Jeez, look at this. It's like my gameplay to the to the <laughs> a level one exact. zombie. Okay, let's see what we get here. Oh, this, this kind of plays nice. Oh, are you playing this live? Yeah, playing live. Oh, um, cool. <laughs> wow. All right. You got it. Oh, you got it. Oh, you didn't save the cheerleader. So you got to save the cheerleader. We got to walk over the the humans. You got to walk up to them. Oh, I got to walk past the baby back. and the. Yeah. Yeah, you got to grab them. There you go. Okay. Saved them. All right. Let's see. Oh, those are zombies. The zombies. Shoot, shoot the zombies. Then you got to jump on the trampoline. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm jumping. Jumping. Yeah, trampoline's very cool. Oh, I oh. can. I can go over here. Yeah. Okay. You know what? This looks good. This has a yeah, nice it looks look. Really good for this era. Yeah. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and say this is gonna get some playtime for me, and we may have to cover yeah. it on the show. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Sorry. I'm having a hard time shutting it down. Why well, wanna leave? I can't stop it. End too late. Video game end. End. Too deep in. Quit. Okay. There we go. All right. That seems neat. Boy, it got yeah. real quiet after that. <laughs> it I liked was a loud it. game. I liked it. Uh, oh, it's a water gun. That's how I'm killing zombies. Lame. Yeah, of course. You got your 3D glasses on, your water gun. It all makes sense, Scott. Yep. Uh, got one here from Rob who says, Hey, Scott and Brian, I've been loving Play Retro and, tell, and been telling all my friends about it. During the NHL yeah. 94 episode, you mentioned in an email that the two of you wanted to hear a deep dive uh, into, or no, I'm sorry. You mentioned to email you if you wanted to hear a deep dive on the Ambernick RG552. We've talked about it here yes. and there, but never, not quite a deep dive. So I would be very interested in hearing a deep dive in, in, into the device and about your flashing, uh, not just your Wayne Gretzky. Um, right, 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 right. The flashing of the, uh, of the, of the ROM, of the ROM. Or the, uh, the OS that came with it, right? Yeah, on the cards. Hearing you guys talk about old games has got me dig, uh, d- digging into Steam. I think you mean Steam and other stores uh, to see what old games I can play a game. It sounds like the Ambernick would be a good self-contained way to play old games and I, that I've been missing about hearing on Play Retro. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, I agree, dude. It's, uh, so far, I really like mine a lot. And yeah, um, I play with mine almost every day. That's what he said. Yeah, I, I do, actually. I play, my, I play yeah. with my Wayne Gretzky almost every day. Yeah. And uh, it's great. I played a bunch of uh, Street Fighter Three Zero Impact or something. Mm. Uh, got my ass kicked. The computer does not like me, and I'm bad at Street Fighter Three. It turns out I was good at two, yeah. not so good at three. Three's pretty good. Three doesn't get the credit it deserves. That thing's animated and awesome, and it's on my Ammernick, and I love it. Anyway, uh, thank you for the email, and uh, we agree. We'll do more deep dives uh, into hardware whenever we get them, and I think maybe. After this one gets its first big firmware update, uh, might be a good time for us to talk more about this device. Agreed. I, yeah, I, I think we could totally. We're kind of in a tough position right now because a lot of their competitions, like the Odin and all these other handhelds that are kind of their competition, you can't get them. Yeah. And so the Ambernick is at least in stock. At yeah. least you can get it, uh, but it takes some tweaking, and so it's not a out of the box experience and i wish they would hurry up and get the firmware i wish they would hurry up and yeah. update that stuff and make it a little better experience i but agree there's a, there's a way to do it it's yeah, just a little which hacky. is why i flashed mine and, and since i flashed yeah. i haven't had any problems but i'm guessing Me when too. their when their yeah. official thing comes out i'm going to probably want to try that if there's a better build or somebody does another you know another smarter build of the thing i'll probably do that um mm-hmm. that's kind of fun in its own right just don't drop your micro sd cards you'll never see them again don't drop them right 
don't don't drop them. You don't drop them. You shoot them across the room because it's one of those uh, it's one of those spring loaded things. So you, it's so it's flush. Yeah, and so you push in on the you push in with your nail on the card, and then your nail slips off, and it goes. Phew. Yeah. Next thing you know, your dog's taking a SD shit, and it's in there. <laughs> I'm telling you, don't let it happen to you. It happened to me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll see how that goes. Our next discussion is going to be about the Metroid series. And what's Metroid. Co- what's cool about that is right after that, the following week, we're going to go into the Vania series or the Castlevania series. So we're going to get right. our Metroidvania in, in, in a two-week chunk and look at why these games, these are some of my favorite games of all time. Uh, that's not unusual. A lot of people feel that way. And uh, has sparked me to want to play more Metroidvanias lately than ever before. I'm playing through Blasphemous again. I love that game. Right. Um, playing what's the other newish one? Oh, I'm playing Axiom Verge for the first time. I'm probably almost done with the first one, and I'll get the second one after that. Uh, and there's one other game that I really like, and I was looking at today, and now I can't remember what the hell it was. Oh, and I, I posted about it, and I've just forgot how good it is. It's a terrible movie, but an amazing game. There was a game, uh, a, a pixelated side scrolling, uh, Metroid like game made for that right. mummy ma- game and it's called the mummy uh, demastered and it's a it's amazing it's so good it's such a great game forget the movie pretend it doesn't exist it doesn't matter to the game the game is right. amazing on its own right and it's a thousand times better than that movie was so play that F- favorite favorite metroid game if you had to Oh, we're not letting that spill out in the lobby here, are okay, we? Right, 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 okay, well, you're, right, you're right. Good point. Good point. Good point. So tune in next week when Scott says, uh, "But Super Metroid, I'm going to try. I'm going to try most of the stuff that come before 2000. Even though I have Metroid Prime on my GameCube, it feels pretty darn modern for 2002. It, is. it looks. It is freaking. I agree. Looks pretty freaking sweet. I don't know if I can even call that retro. So I got to go like before then yeah i don't i i mean we'll talk about them but they they are not the meat of where when you say a metroidvania usually you're not talking about uh later prime yeah or first person shooters and stuff you're talking about 2d puzzle solving side scrolling difficult bosses you know in the case of metroid crazy crazy depth uh and tone and just like oh man these games are so good but we'll talk about the new one because the new one is like the old red yeah it's just like the old ones in a lot of ways. Yes, yeah, side scrolling. So, mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll get to all that. That's next week. Metroid after that, Castlevania. And then who knows where we'll go after that. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. To, to to the sky. To the sky. To the sky, Luke. To it's the sky. That's I don't even know what that means. Hey, we're done. Patreon.com slash play retro is how you can support the show. We got all kinds of reasons to do it, including commercial free episodes every week. Uh, you also get bonus content every single time we record and uh more so go read about it patreon.com slash play retro <clears throat> big thanks to everybody who does if you'd like to you're more than welcome and it's cheap throw us a buck for what you like all right play retro show at gmail.com play retro show on twitter and of course over at frogpants.com slash play retro you'll find that and everything else you're gonna need brian is there anything else you'd like to say um wasted uh-huh I hated that sound when I was playing the game. Yeah, not a big fan Wasted. either. Wasted. I wish it went. Wasted! Or something like that. That'd yeah, be cool, that'd be right? Great. Anyway, we'll see you next week with way more stuff. We hope you have a good one. In the meantime, go play retro. We'll see you then.
show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.